Greetings, listeners. This is another episode of the Kill James Bond podcast. My name is Cleric Abigail Thorne. Joining me is Cleric Caldwell Kelly and Cleric Devon. Greetings. Yes. This week, we watch the film Equilibrium. As preparation, each of us has mastered the art of microphone kata, resulting in a 66% increase in podcasting efficiency. We hope that you do not enjoy the show. If at any point you enjoy the show, you will be remanded to the technicians at the Palace of Justice for summary destruction. The podcast will begin now. I hate when you do a cold open that's so good it makes me want to do the rest of the episode in the cold open. I think we could keep it up. I think we could keep it up. <laughs> just, just keep this up. Too late. Yes. I've already been uh, so criminal by laughing. I'm out. I'm done. Yes, yes. We're all getting executed after this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, that's just for we being watched... transgender. <laughs> <laughs> we watched the second best sci-fi dystopia long leather jacket movie about being transgender mm-hmm. to come out in the early 2000s. <laughs> this, this, was, this was your pick, Abby. You watched Equilibrium. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I think this film has a lot to say about being transgender. However, unlike The Matrix, I don't think it's saying any of it deliberately. Me, yeah. me watching yeah. any film, I think this has a lot to say about being transgender. <laughs> well, as as we've established on this podcast, there's two things. There's two things a film could be about. One of them is 9-11 and one of them is being trans. And I don't think this is about 9-11. I don't think this is about 9-11. It could be. This is weird because it came out sort of immediately post 9-11. It came out like 2002 two, yeah, or three, two. I think. Um so yeah, it's like in that lull where Hollywood hadn't really had time to sort of mull a, a cultural response to 9-11 yet. And so, yeah, so everything instead, was about being trans. Mm-hmm. Well, that's right. Uh, so we begin with an opening trail that tells us that in the opening years of the 21st century, World War III breaks out, which is very bad news for us. Ukraine is invaded by Russia. It starts World War III. As a consequence... Uh, the survivors of World War III try to prevent World War IV by sort of asserting that all human emotion leads to dictatorship and war and genocide. And this cuts back to back from Stalin to Saddam Hussein. Yes, so I wrote this really yeah, The theme of that was mustaches, I think. Yes, yeah, they've grouped dictators by the facial hair. Um, and so... As a consequence of this, a new society has been formed where there is no war because there is no emotion. Uh, people like consciously repress with medication, as we'll see, their ability to feel. Um, however, there are some outlaws in this society, and we begin with a sort of a, a raid against people who are feeling, who are experiencing art, um, as as should happen to anyone who experiences art. Uh, the the cops show up and arrest them. Yeah, this film is from that quite brief window of time in the early noughties where you could still show cops as the bad guys, which is, yeah. I was watching this, I was like, oh, wow, the police are bad in this. You just go, you don't see that as much these days. It's, it's sort of, it's a long, it's a hangover from the long 90s where sort of like one of the things that proliferated was Ruby Ridge and Waco and like, you know, jackbooted stormtroopers mm-hmm, and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, what, and so, what I really appreciate is that all the cops roll up and because they're like future evil cops, they're all in perfectly black like 1996 Skoda Octavias or some shit. They're just like, yes, it's all yeah, painted it's black. It's so good. 
G36's blacked out squad cars, and it's it's weird, right? Because mm -hmm. they kick the door and they shoot everybody, everybody's like shooting back. You never see a cop get shot in this movie until some events happen. You never see a cop get shot by like one of these rebels. Mm -hmm. Um despite the fact that there's a you know there's gunfire going in both directions. Completely ineffective just, just resistance. Just sort of Yes. We also meet the super cops. That's right. They roll up in an all white uh, 1996 Skoda Octavia. What, what, what they do, what they do is they add sort of progressive layers of cops. First, you have the regular cops with guns. Then they bring out my least favorite enemy archetype, big armor guy with the like riot helmet. Sorry, and, I love you know, these guys immensely. The armor off of him. I hate a big armor guy so much. Um, yeah, well, they were awful in like so modern warfare too. But like they're they're sick designs in this because they've got like <laughs> they've got this like black leather trench coat, like a black bike helmet, and this like black metal gorget. <laughs> the fucking legs, yeah. which is so sick. Yeah. I love them. And then arriving in a delogoed and entirely white painted and upholstered Cadillac Seville is uh, our boy, our very own Christian Bale. <laughs> oh, Christian Bale, uh, carrying the movie. A sort of <laughs> single-handedly. Mm -hmm. uh, he, he's he's called a cleric. The vibe here is kind of like FBI like, mm -hmm. I suppose you would say. Mm -hmm. Yes, uh, in that they're following the like tactical guys in, and sh as as he gets out of the car, a man moonwalks backwards <laughs> yeah. into the frame. I didn't notice that he does enter the frame backwards. It's just slightly unusual. Enters the frame backwards. It's it's our very own friend of the show. Sean Bean. That's right. The star of the best drop I've ever made. Half of everything is luck, James. And the other half. Rosemary Jump! <laughs> I, he doesn't really have any lines in this movie for me to add to that drop. But yeah, don't, not. don't get too movie. attached to his character, but but I, I just the, love to see him, man. <laughs> so these funny. two these two guys are are super cops, like mega, super duper mega cops. Even to the extent mm. that like after mm. Christian Bale does the thing he's about to do, there are two other cops who look at each other like, whoa, what the fuck? And they arrive in yeah. like long buttoned up trench coats, looking like right. sick yes. as hell. Yeah. This was the coolest thing you could wear in two thousand and two. Also, it's interesting to me yeah, this, this initial police raid, right? Because a lot like it reminds me of Brazil in the sense that it's very weird to see a movie that has a genuine horror of what you might sort of call like a SWAT team, right? Because none of us are old enough to remember them not being ubiquitous, but they were sort of like a late 80s, early 90s invention. And so the people who made these movies were like, this is the most terrifying dystopian thing I can imagine. And to us, it's like, yeah, it's bad. We accept that it's bad, but it doesn't like sort of raise an eyebrow in the same way necessarily. The idea that, um, yeah, the idea that SWAT team might be like something that we could get rid of, or yeah, is uh, is I don't know only goes in one direction. Yeah. Um, but so they 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 fight back these art rebels, and they they sort of get barricaded into a dark room and. Christian Bale goes, all right, I'm going to do the this cool thing now. I'm sorry. Scrolls, yeah, it's, it is absolutely seizure-inducing, but it is sick. They, they, they blow open the door, and he slides in on top of the collapsed door into total darkness, and then sort of hangs out like Batman. You can see why that casting happened, um, to prey on their fear for a bit. And then the second anyone tries to shoot him, he engages in, I, I guess we're calling this what are we calling this? Gun Carter in the movie Gun Fu. Gun Fu, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it, yeah, um, indeed. Gun Carter, Gun Fu, um, things of this nature. It's it's sick, man. I'm sorry. I, 
just watched this fucking movie and I was like, this is so cool. And then that bunch of shit happens. And then there's mm-hmm. another fight and I was like, this is so cool. Mm-hmm. Sort of got he, just, he does kung fu, but with, with, with guns. Yeah, he's holding guns. Um, he's doing sort of like poses in order to shoot people like over his shoulder and stuff. I did not care for this, which is strange because I've seen this movie before, but years and years ago, I think as a teenager, and I had your reaction, Dev. I was like, oh, this is fucking sick. And now I don't know why. I don't know what's wrong with me. Something has like gone wrong because now I watch it and I'm like, oh man, this is mm, this isn't very good. Yeah, the, the oh, first one isn't the best. I th- in fact, I think the first time we see this done on screen, it's actually the worst time because they use like slightly choppy editing and like with like strange cuts and yeah, stuff. Like fast when motion. we actually, yeah, when we actually like see it done properly in in proper lighting later on, it is sick as hell. But, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but <laughs> so the, he he kills everyone. All the other cops are like, holy shit, these guys are cool. That's right. And they find some art. Specifically, they find under the floorboards a bunch of paintings, including the Mona Lisa. Really would have thought that would be like one of the first bits of art they get. That's yeah, like I would have thought so too. Art. Yeah. <laughs> it's, just, it's just hanging out here in, in like the wastes. Uh, I, I have some thoughts about how this movie thinks of art with a capital A, and this this will tie into them later. But Christian Bale is like unemotional, is like right, burn it. And the two special like flamethrower guys that they just had on deck, who I love, love the flamethrower guys. That's right. Been waiting around the back for this hum this moment for like an hour. Come in, they burn the Mona Lisa. And at this point, I should talk about Sean Bean because Sean Bean's expression. I'm not going to remember the character names; they're not important. Sean Bean's character is the most visibly doubts-having motherfucker <laughs> you have ever seen. Yeah, yeah. His, his job so, is to get across, this is a man who's having doubts, and my god, <laughs> does he go all out. Yeah, it's a challenging role, because he doesn't have a lot of lines, but there are a lot of shots that he is in, mm. and he, he has to sell the story, and he has to sell it very early on in the film as well, when we're still yeah. establishing the world. So I guess it's, it's I think, probably quite well judged that his performance in this is very, like, what you see is what you get, oh, yeah. because I'm that's sure. the nature of the role. Like He's sort of, like, tugging at his collar theatrically. As we say, so, as we say it serves the text. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, fucking... <laughs> Christian Bale's just, like, burn the art, and you can see Sean being go... Like speaking oh, no. of serving, no, no, don't know about that one, Chief. I do want to. Yeah. I've made a note here about Christian Bale's eyebrows, which are incredible in this film. He's got yeah. like mm. he's got like iconic bushy boy brows. He looks they look so good. Like top marks to the makeup iconic artist who did his brows. Boy brows, yeah. Bringing up an uh, image. It, oh yeah, hundred percent. Also very like very like slicked down hair. That's another sort of feature of dictatorship. Dictatorship is when you have like a lot of product in your hair. That's right. Um, so. He he and Sean Bean drive back to uh, civilization to the the dictatorship. To we get city. something that caused me to to laugh out loud, but I, I realized I just misread it. There's a one of the guys mm. who they raid. He's reading a, a collection of Yeats poetry, um, but the cover is slightly mm. messed up. And for a full second, I thought he just had a book that said Yetis on the front. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, this comes to read about Yetis. <laughs> They're running out of books. They burned most books, which is mm-hmm. and then and then later on when it was in Sean Bean's pocket, I was like, oh, it's probably not Yetis. 
Yeah. Uh, getting. <laughs> yeah, they've burned all the other books. I'm having to read like the world according to Clarkson to show my resistance to dictatorship. Oh, Jesus, oh. I'd rather they did just incinerate me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they're in the car on the way back, and the the Yates book kind of falls out of Sean Bean's pocket, and he goes, "What? No, I'm not reading this and developing feelings and ideas about myself. I'm taking this to be destroyed." Incidentally, I am sweating buckets right now. Uh, it's probably because I'm wearing like a giant leather trench coat in an entirely leather upholstered car. Don't read too much into this. And we we see that Christian Bale's character, he's sort of more gung-ho, he's more eager in as much as someone with no emotions can be eager. And he's like, ah, oh, you know, makes makes me remember why we do this. And, and Sean Bean's like, mm-hmm. yeah, Sean Bean goes, does sure. it? And he goes, hmm? And then Sean Bean goes, does <laughs> and everyone's like this guy's having doubts i think yeah so as as they drive back into the the city the big sci-fi city which is behind walls we see a little bit about like what the world is like so they live in this country called libria um it has like a very obvious nazi analog flag it's run by a good a dictator who's called like father um, um sean pertwee another guy i love, I love to see, see. Yeah, um, yeah. we see mm. we see that everyone has to like everyone has to take a drug called perosium at a certain time at certain intervals every day which like suppresses your emotion um yeah in the mo- in the most 90s thing how do they have to administer this to themselves they have to like put it in a small thing that looks like a gun and put it next to their neck so it looks like you're killing yourself yeah, the, it's very on the nose yeah and the vial mm. looks like a bullet yeah it's, it's yeah, yeah. not cool. a subtle movie um the name and is like also prozac and and, yeah, and valium yeah. Yeah. yeah um also um we see that uh sense criminals people who who feel because it's like four criminals because they say four um are uh like outlawed and destroyed you're not allowed to feel emotions and also children are used as cops to like identify people we get this like quite shocking moment where there's a crowd of people walking along and there's like a child standing on a platform with two armed men next to them and the child just like points mm-hmm. at someone in the crowd and the armed men just like drag them away because children could apparently like tell when you've got emotions or something um yeah I, th- there's also there's a weird shot of and it's like very of its time at the motion picture association of america the mpaa which rates movies like uh, they give it like a uh, an NT17 or whatever, where uh, Father Sean Pertwee comes on the screen. He's like sort of omnipresent. He's always like lecturing um, and talks about how a, a bunch of like properties have been illegalized because they contain emotional content. He says they've been rated EC10. <laughs> this is like a really sort of like media industry beef yeah, yeah, yeah. about getting your movie rated NC17 mm-hmm. is. This is what dictatorship is. Dictatorship is when there's a ratings agency and it so says you can't have hentai tits anymore in your in your video well, games. Well, I mean, <laughs> one of the things he says me. is one of the things they make illegal is uh, ten interactive strategy computer programs. <laughs> yeah, I wrote and down full caps. No, they came for Age of Mythology. <laughs> this is this is barbarity. If I can't play Hearts of Iron mm. in my like. Thigh socks with my cat ears on. No game is in the future. Transphobic to me. There is um. It is. There is something I really really like, and my hypothesis, listeners, is that this film is a little bit cleverer than it might appear at first. Um, there's something really really nice which they show us in this little montage of Libria, which is that father as he's giving his speech, 
quite clearly experience his emotions. Um, he's he quite clearly gets like angry. He quite clearly expresses like pride and contempt. We also see there's a bunch of people like standing up and applauding in in what is very obviously a display of pride. So the film tells us like early on, yes, the society suppresses emotion, but it's it's not done evenly. Emotions that serve the state, such as like anger and contempt for enemies and like pride in the violence that is done in the name of the state, those sorts of things are allowed and even required. And it also tells us very, very nicely that this drug that everyone's injecting, it's not just like a magic wonder drug. You act, you do have to actively suppress your emotions through willpower as well. I, I, yeah, I think it's actually quite clever and also very transgender for reasons we'll get into. Christian Bale gets called into his, like, essentially his boss's 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 office. Uh, this is a guy called Dupont. He is, we're told, sort of the spokesperson for Father. He's like his right hand, um, and uh, Dupont sort of kind of like hypes him up a bit initially. He's like, "I hear you have like a preternatural ability to, to tell if someone is feeling." <laughs> What's on, big goes, fella? That kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, again, Dupont very clearly feels clearly. emotions. He's like yeah. yelling the whole way through the fucking yeah. movie. It's, yeah. it's very good. And uh, and Christian Bell goes, yeah, apart from Sean Bean, who I still have no idea about. Mm-hmm. Um, the source and... of this quite cool bit where, where um, Dupont says to him, do you have a family? He's like, yeah, I've got two kids. And uh, he says, do you have a wife? And he says, no, my wife was actually uh, incinerated for sense offense four years ago. Um, and Dupont's like, how do you feel about that? And he goes, obviously I felt nothing. And yeah, he Dupont, goes, I don't understand. Dupont, yeah, and Dupont mm-hmm. goes, how did you not know your wife was a sense criminal? And he's like, uh, I don't know, actually. <laughs> I have an almost incredible ability to sense things, except when they're right next to me. <laughs> uh-huh, yeah. This is, this is an ability that catches uh, throughout the sort of upper echelons of the society throughout this movie, by the way. Um, so he goes back to the, I guess, it, I guess it's a police station, right? The, yeah. This like hall where they organize these. They call these it the clerics. monastery. Um. Mm-hmm. Um, and he tr- he goes to see whether or not Sean Bean has checked in his Yates book, and of course he hasn't. Of course he's just taken it to go and read Yates in his like off hours. Um, and he he like doubts him at first, but he like puts it all together. Um, and goes out into the wastes, like beyond civilization, after him and confronts him. In what I think is an abandoned church, where he's just sitting on a pew reading Yates. Yeah, he's on page like three. Mm-hmm, so well. yeah. He's like right at the start of the book, <laughs> reading his Yetis. And, uh, book. Uh, yeah, reading, reading Yetis. Yetis. He's like, check, <laughs> check this shit out. Sometimes called the abominable. Snum. He like quotes some Yeti, um, at him and he's like, huh? <laughs> 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 what? <laughs> what what he quotes at him is Yeats's uh, "A wishes for the cloths of heaven," which is the one that goes uh, "Tread softly, for you tread on my dreams," um, and and this sort of like makes a bit of an impression on him, and he's like because they're friends, Christian Bale tries not to kill Sean Bean. He's like, "I'll have them go easy on you," even though they both know that that's a lie. And Sean Bean commits suicide by cop. He uh, he he reaches for his gun and makes him. Uh, shoot him through the book of Yetis, the big book of Yetis. Also, we see at this point Christian Bale has a very cool pointy gun. Alice, what can you tell me about this gun? It's a very cool pointy gun. Um, That's what I can tell you. It's a very, it's a very cool pointy gun. Yeah, reminds me a lot of the very cool pointy gun from RoboCop, a better movie about the same ideas in part. 
We should just watch Robocop next time, actually. You should just watch Robocop. Yeah. Genuinely, that, actually, that's there was my a pick point where I wrote down right, cool. in this move. There was a point where I wrote down in this, what are you, some sort of a robot cop? Robot cop? <laughs> yeah, Robert Robert cop, the cop. robot cop. <laughs> Operation Robot has failed. I'm afraid, sorry, it um, does have to be Robocop 2. Um, owing to the I've rules never that we seen have Robocop so now. Um, okay. You know what? I actually quite like Robocop 2. Okay. Um, <laughs> so just envisioning a better movie. So yeah, he he kills Sean Bean. <laughs> um and he uh he he leaves, right? And his new partner, who has immediately been assigned to him, picks him up, and it's Tay Diggs, it's Tay another fucking, guy. I love Tay I love Diggs. To see yeah, I love his performance this in this. Thing. He's so good. He's Again, really, also really good. very clearly experiencing emotions. So many. This is yeah. the most emotions having ass motherfucker in the movie. <laughs> yeah, he's very ambitious, mm. and he's like, "Oh, I'll, I'm going to make my career with you." Um, he's also, I, I mean, he, I don't even like men, but my guy is very handsome. He's good. He's yeah, a good-looking sure. man. They'll take you away for that. And he's like, y- "You're not, you're not feeling, you're not feeling any emotions about this, are you, Christian Bale?" Christian Bale is like flop sweat at this point. <laughs> Christian Bale um, is like wiping his forehead off, like that scene in the airplane. He's just like, "Oh no, I'm fine actually. <laughs> I think it's cool. I think it's based." And that's right. He uh, he goes home, and His creepy poetry- little Hitler son. Yeah, my fucking Nazi son. I hate my Nazi child who calls me by my first name every time instead of dad. He goes, hello, John. Nazi child who is training to be a cleric. His son is like, John, I saw one of my friends at school crying today. Should I report him? And Christian Bale is like, yes, unquestionably. Yeah. he, he goes to bed, and because poetry has a way of getting inside your head, he remembers the Yeats poem, Tread Softly, because you tread on my dreams, uh, and it, it like, sort of, it wakes him up into this, into this sort of, like, memory of the time when his wife got arrested, um, where they, you know, they come into the house and they, they're about to drag her away. Weirdly, because Americans cannot give up on this idea of, like, if you come into my house and touch my wife, I'll kill you, sort of thing, even in an emotionless world, he doesn't accept this. He like grabs one of their guns and like breaks some of their fingers and like holds them at gunpoint until they explain that they have like a warrant for her arrest or whatever. And then he's like, "Oh, okay, fine. I, I feel no emotions about." Also, well, she kisses him um, and he doesn't really know what to do about it. He's just like, "Huh?" Yeah, it, it it's sort of cripping a bit from uh, weirdly the movie Pleasantville in that if you've got emotions, you're kind of in color. If you don't have emotions, you're color graded gray. And so she's quite like pink and like full of life, and she kisses him, and he gets like a little bit more color in his cheeks, and then she gets ripped away, and all the color, the color like fades out again. Uh, it's not a subtle movie. Again, it really isn't. Um, so he wakes up, uh, and he's getting ready for work. He puts his little like bullet full of Prozacium on the corner of his uh, like bathroom counter. <laughs> my favorite my sort of like I love the Prozacium so much because they they went they went to call it something else and, <laughs> and found out that that was actually like already a registered it's, drug. It was going to be called Librium it. and Librium yeah, yeah. is a real anti-anxiety medication and they they have and to ADR like, oh. it. There, there is one point later on where Tay Diggs quite clearly does not say Prozium. Um, <laughs> and it even goes like <laughs> fucking ADR like <laughs> they had to change it in both. Um, it's good to me. But he, knock, he knocks it off the bathroom counter and smashes it yeah. so he can't inject it. And his like little fascist voice is like, what are you doing, John? Father, father. why have you not injected d- your d- drugs d- yet? He doesn't call like, him father. Oh. No, he calls him yeah, John. Sorry. Like, John. <laughs> and, he's, and Christian Bale is like, oh, I, I knocked it off the counter. Like, 
silly me. And like we see that like accidentally on purpose. Straight yeah. away he he's like he kind of goes, I, I took it out before I brushed my teeth. Like <laughs> I never do also, that. Also regarding the Nazi child, uh, at one point at the end of the flashback to his wife getting taken away, like John looks down the hall and sees his two kids standing there and like the Nazi child is just like fucking emotionless face. Mm-hmm. And I was like, kid did it. 100% yeah. kid did it. Yeah, yeah kid reported it, yeah. Kid reported um, But uh, yeah, and the, the child is like, you must go to the fascist chemist and replace it immediately. And he's like, yes, unquestionably, mm. I will do this. So he goes to the fascist chemist, but much like Britain, it's a fascist society where nothing works. Yeah, and, and also so you can't get drugs like, from the chemist. Yeah, they're like, oh, we apologize for the inconvenience, uh, due to supply chain problems, uh, the next shipment of Prozacium will be in in like six to eight Meanwhile, weeks. there's like 20 uh, cisgender women just getting it over the counter. Just getting it over the counter. Yeah, if anyone wants yeah, to experience... Sorry, we only oh, have fuck. patches. <laughs> fuck up. If anyone wants to experience the effect of being browbeaten into doing fascism by a child, try being a teacher in the UK right now, because holy <laughs> fucking shit, the younger generation are... All very right wing. I hate really? to say it. Mm. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. TikTok and Tate. I'm afraid it's it's running rampant. It's some fucking. I didn't experience that. I was volunteering today with some with some trans kids with gendered intelligence who were all like super communist. Well, that I mean, a trans kid probably is going to be quite communist. I'm talking about these like wee bastards who like get served a lot of Tate on um, TikTok. Yeah. Genuinely, TikTok is like no, it's we need to so do harmful. something about that website. It's one of the worst things you can show a child, I think. Because the unfiltered TikTok pages, oh, oh, it's grim. Mm, it's cool how we're making kids homophobic again. Uh, so so the terrifying child is like, uh, has clearly reported his his compatriot. Uh, circumstances have conspired against Christian Bale getting his his repressor medication. And uh, Tay Diggs shows up and is like, hey, you ready to work? You got your thing, right? You're definitely not feeling any emotions. The flop sweat intensifies. <laughs> the fucking seat is, is like scene. a waterfall at this point. <laughs> Every scene with those, just these two acts in, it's always like Tay Diggs like, hey bud, experiencing any emotion? And Christian Bell going, no. They do, they do, genuinely, yeah. They do a raid on a woman's house. This is Mary, we'll meet her more later, but they raid her house because they think she's hoarding art. There's a moment where she like tries to attack them. Christian Bell grabs her and like holds her in front of a mirror and is like, look at you, and is like trying to shame her. And we get this very unintentionally transgender shot where like Christian Bell is like, look, like holding her, looking in the mirror, and then like sees himself next to her. And it's like visibly kind of shaken by this experience. And my notes just say trans. Yeah, fuck it. I can read it He's that like, way. Maybe I should. Maybe I shouldn't be a cop. Is his is his feeling? As the like text intends. I, I also wrote. Always um, love to see Emily Watson. Perfect actress. Yeah, love her a great deal. Yeah, for sure. Um, and she, th- they find her secret art room because every cunt has these. Mm. Everyone in the world just has behind a wall a hidden room full, full of, of art. Racist they all look chairs. broadly <laughs> the same. They're <laughs> all behind the mirror. That's a good idea, actually. Yeah, and so that's, uh, that's a joke for us listeners. <laughs> and she she tries again to commit suicide by cop. She tries grabbing a cop service weapon. Um, and Tay Diggs is about to kill her, and Christian Bell saves her life. He like pushes him out of the way with his his gun carter, uh, and like plays this off as we need to interrogate her to find out who the resistance are. This is his one like playbook, and he uses it the entire movie. He's like, but what if we want to talk mm. to them after the thing? What if we want to get information? And everyone goes, it's no. A fair point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Um, Fascists very much known for wanting more information. That's definitely what they're about. That's why they do what they do. Um, so in the evening, uh, we see that he doesn't take his prosium. We don't really know why, but he has he has a nightmare and he wakes up and is like visibly scared. Um, and then we get another fucking trans ass scene. My notes say this fucking scene, man, where he his his windows are like like they've got like plastic on them so you can't see through them um and he kind of notices it's raining on the window and he goes to it and he like rips the plastic off and it's like a really beautiful view of the sunrise in the city and he's like visibly very moved by this i I remember watching this film like years and years ago when i was like repressing my gender identity spoilers um and just being like damn i really want that i really want to be able to experience that kind of like beauty and joy that'd be cool yeah, oh god I wish I could yeah, look I mean, through a window you, one day you know what I mean it's just <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. just not the same because when you're in the closet it's just so deadening it's so like smothering and I was like god I wish I could experience something like true and real like that um, and he mm. runs to the bathroom to take his repressor medication because he's like fuck I'm a woman I mean I'm having feelings um, I've got to repress this now but then he he doesn't he doesn't take it he chooses not to. No, he starts he starts stashing them behind the mirror, mm-hmm. the only hiding place that anyone in this movie has. Yeah, that's right. We, um, we see him we see him we exist behind your reflection. Um we see him uh walking to work and like he's I really didn't like this movie. I, I love I love the scene where he starts walking to work and he like he starts really looking at other people in the crowd, which he'd never done before. Like he sees other people's faces. Like I, I, he takes yeah. off his glove and he runs his hand along a metal railing to feel it. And like I remember doing that shit when I started transitioning, like really looking in other people's faces for the first time and being like, fuck, like there's a whole world of human beings out here. Like the whole time this is happening, father's piped in voices going, Ah, oh, you have to keep taking the repressor pills, uh, never be happy. He literally calls it the opiate of our masses at yeah, one point. I, and most, I wrote down Come Most on. of my notes regarding father are just I I wrote down what direction was Pertwee given here earlier on. And I also wrote, Father just just be saying shit. Truly he yeah, just be talking. Yeah, he has to fill time. It's like a podcaster in many ways. Yeah, he's he's um, doing like these twenty four seven like rolling shout outs to the entire city and he just hasn't got anything prepped he's like all right what else am i thinking <laughs> this is the opiate of uh, the masses in uh, many ways give me some bits so i can read uh, some names Dedius, how's it going <laughs> uh <laughs> starts doing the patreon shout outs <laughs> five tier one subs from jack and all the, yeah um, this entire yeah. movie is is carried 100 percent by christian bale because he's like he's putting so much into this performance of a guy experiencing emotion for the first time mm, it's re- and, it's good it's true that this film is very on the nose and it's not subtle. I would say it's like pitched at the same level as, as an episode of Philosophy Tube is, which is like you're trying to do stuff with big ideas, but at the same like time, that. like the audience watching this, like might not necessarily have like seen a lot of stuff like this before. Like it's definitely meant to be like you know an action film with a brain rather than like brain first. Mm-hmm. You know, you should do more Gun Carter in Philosophy Tube. Actually, I'd love to. Let's see. That's true. You should look into that. Um, so, so he goes to work, and uh, like Brazil, like 1984, like that one Apple commercial, uh, it's kind of all three of these run together. Um, everyone has the same desk. Uh, in what's either an intentional reference to Brazil or just unintentional sort of like convergent evolution, everyone has the same desk toy, like executive yes, desk toy, a little I balancing thing on their desk. D- dictatorship is when you have desk toy. I think we're clear about this mm-hmm. now. Um, Shit, I didn't even have a desk and, toy. Yeah, me either. Um, Got a lot of Gundams. But there. he feels sort of like he feels suffocated by this. He feels, you know, I, I'm the same as everyone else. I work in this big cubicle again. Sort of dreams of the '90s, right? Now you don't even have a fucking cubicle. Um, and 
he starts rearranging shit on his desk, putting stuff in different places. Whereupon, Tay Diggs rocks up to be once again like, oh, you're not feeling stuff, are you? <laughs> this is all Tay Diggs does ever, and he's really good yeah. at it. <laughs> like, he just walks yeah. into the scene and goes, hey, bud, any emotions? And Christopher goes, I'm just rearranging these no. for efficiency, actually, thank you. Um, <laughs> How are you feeling? Nothing. How are you feeling? Fine. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> And Tay Diggs goes, it's time for the same scene a third time. Mm-hmm. It's time uh, to start some more so, killing. Yeah, they, they they go on a raid. Um, the, once again, the, the art guys shoot back. Um, one thing that's really funny is uh, the, the, the cops are getting shot at this whole time. And as they're getting shot at with gunfire in the distance, one of the cops comes up to them and says, intelligence says they're all fully armed, which is great. <laughs> My Stupidity also movie. suggests the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but the cops are never in danger. The cops never get shot. Um, Christian Bale spends this this entire sequence having the like, what have I done moment like every five yeah. seconds. <laughs> Staggering around. They find another secret art room. Christian Bale listens to some Beethoven and cries. I'm going to talk about the art now because he breaks into yet another one of these art rooms. And the art in all of these rooms is like old coffee advertisement posters, war bond posters, old desk toys, hi fi's. Uh, There's a Newton's cradle in one of them. All of it is so twee and so. Trad, and it's a total inversion of the way that dictatorships have tended to feel about art, whether that's the Nazis or whether that's you know the USSR and socialist realism or whatever. It's it's a movie that's too scared to use any art that's confrontational to make its point. He's never going to break open a wall and find like an Otto Dix painting looking at him because this movie hates modernism and it hates modernist art, and so all of the city is like brushed concrete and like uh, steel and all of these modern forms and this realm of like comfort and and uh, like an art and feeling that belongs to uh, sort of like tweedy like it's a very conscious decision to use a Yeats poem that isn't political that's from the beginning of his life when he's like uh, like simping for Maud gone and what like writing her poems or like please step on my dreams it's it's genuinely so uncontroversial and it's it's the opposite of the way governments think about art that's a that's um, a really interesting point actually it would have been much stronger if he'd if he'd opened the secret art room and he'd found like a recording of jordan gray playing the penis playing the piano with her penis like <laughs> what I, I, I can get i can get worse i can get worse with this <laughs> well like one point he like runs his hands over like an old hi-fi system and it's like what the, what this is telling you is like one day, Americans, all of this shit in your house could be dangerous to big government. And it's like, it is dangerous now, at the time that you make this, because you kill and kill and kill to have these things and to like retain these things. And maybe fucking Mr. Equilibrium Man is onto something. Maybe I've talked myself around and we should all be on Prosium. <laughs> well, the thing is, is that when you show me a group of guys uh, with long hair wearing like scarves and beanies and they're all in a room looking at like a cigarette advert from the 1970s and going, oh, mm-hmm. I wish we could go back. That is me. <laughs> on the, on, I'm seeing me in this film. So <laughs> in many ways, actually, I quite like <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, is, it is funny that like the, the, the concept of like... <laughs> like the resistance in this is just like a bunch of dirty guys stood looking at like the Mona Lisa, 
Right. <laughs> the, again, a totally decontextualized, yeah, because it's meaningless just, it's just piece like, of art. Well, that's the art, right? That's yeah, what people know. It's, just there it's because not that's a good painting. It's just a famously stolen painting. I, oh. It's just what art is like. It's like if you literally, if you like Google art, I'm pretty sure the Mona Lisa is going to be page one, result one. Yeah, w- one art, please. And, yeah, I guess you're and, right. I guess it would have been better if they'd used sort of you know more confrontational art. I mean, you can you can say that it's like uh, it, it goes to your transgender theory, and that the Mona Lisa is like cryptic and feminine. But other than that, you know, it doesn't really seem to make much impression on him. What does make an impression is he listens to some Beethoven, and we get essentially the same bit that uh, the Lives of Others does later on, which is uh, you know Lenin and the Appassionata. Like he's he's like struck down by the music. And this is something that I really like. I think it's well acted. Oh yeah. Again, Bale um, carrying the entire fucking movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um also he drops a, a big snow globe, which is, you know, Citizen Kane. Fine. Whatever. Um They find a dog kennel. And then Yeah, they find a dog kennel. Oh, uh, this is the and... point where I was just like, oh right, I fucking get it. <laughs> like when they were just like, what are these beasts for? Let us kill them all. And Christian Bale goes, no. And then they go, uh, what do you mean, sir? And he goes, I mean uh, go ahead. I was like, all right, all right. Yeah, what what forms of like sensing and feeling are we are we sort of reifying here? It's uh, listening to Beethoven. Dogs and are good. Having a Newton's cradle and and dogs and it's it's the motherhood statement again. It's the thing about sci-fi where it's like you get too scared because you've accidentally created a society that's too different, and so you pull back to something quite conservative and go, ah, well, the true, the true meaning of humanity is whatever doesn't make me uncomfortable. You know what would have been good? Again. What would have been better is if it had been hmm. over the course of this film, he was finding out that he was gay. Yeah, yeah, that too. He was like, if he found um, some like really gay art and was like, huh. All right, I'll do the drop now. Um, so later on, there's a bit where he gets arrested, and I've marginally edited this, but this is the line. Vice Counsel, this man is guilty of having relations with a female. <gasps> yep, 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 yep. Yeah. <laughs> this man is guilty. I, I, <laughs> and I was like, they've made it illegal. That's fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Of he's illegal in 2020XX. 20, 20 yeah. <laughs> I did also call Sean Pertwee saying the word. Oh. <laughs> just, just, in case, just in case anyone wanted that. So the the cops are standing around, and as cops are wont to do, it's like, oh, we got to kill all these dogs. Um, but but Christian Bale <laughs> when doesn't the alphabet want to. boys turn up to shoot your <laughs> yeah, dogs, shoot ten right. We did it, baby. Full circle. Put it back around. That's well, you right. Let's go. Out, <laughs> uh, and 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 he like. In full flop, so I was like, no, maybe should uh, save the dogs. Maybe we should case. interrogate the dog. Oh, I don't care. Fuck it. And then, and then, <laughs> yeah. but just in case you don't fucking get it yet, a puppy comes up to Christian Bale and he holds it up to his face. And it's, I'll be honest with you, it is a very sweet puppy. I did spend the entire scene going, oh, look at a look at puppy. Um, it's awesome, Bernard, but it's yeah. like, oh, okay. <laughs> I understand the point you're making. Mm. He rescues the puppy yeah. and is just like, well, yeah, we should have some puppy, of these animals yeah. tested for disease, you know. Um, and they're just like, mm. oh, okay, cool. I thought, for a second, I thought you were experiencing some emotions. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I briefly came back around on Sean Bean's performance here because I'm like, oh, yeah, of course you'd be bad at lying if you're like not repressing your emotions for the first time in ever. Um, yeah, it's like when you realize you're trans and suddenly like I have to just like tell everyone in the world and like go out dressed ridiculously because you go through the mm. pink cloud. It's what happens. Mm. But, but no one else seems to notice. Yeah, and um, at this point I wrote, it's like poetry, it rhymes. 
um, <laughs> because he does yeah. all the exact lines uh, that Bean did at the start to his new partner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's like, I, I'm, I'm taking this in for, for processing. You know, I'm definitely not going to read any of this poetry. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also get a scene where nature. he goes and asks Dupont. He's like, why, why are we just executing people now? What it is? I thought we were supposed yeah, to goes, arrest them. Is like resistance lib because at one point he's like it's it's against the law. And Dupont has <laughs> yeah, like, insane. Like, like yeah, listen, sunshine, the law's what we fucking. Yeah, you say live in a is. dictatorship. You know this. It's not a, like what what moral authority do you think the rule of law has when the people don't have any control over what it says? Like, come on. I stopped taking my fucking mm-hmm. suppressing medication. It has turned me into a resistance liberal. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well just incinerate me. I gotta be honest. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes he goes and uh he watches uh Mary this woman who's arrested on the security cameras for a bit. There's meant to be like a sort of a burgeoning sort of quasi one-sided romance thing going on here but it doesn't it doesn't really, really work hurt, yeah. Um and then he takes the dog out like back to the site of the raid to try and let it go. Yeah. Um and he gets pulled over by the cops in like a traffic stop style situation. Uh, yeah. where there's a brief comedy of errors about whether or not they're going to open his trunk and find the dog in there. Just yeah, not great. It's it's not phenomenal. <laughs> like it's it's just like it's silly. I I wrote down that it was like the 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 way cuz this inevitably breaks into a gunfight, right? It's and sick. To be fair, it is I, sick. I don't I don't agree. Like it's got this kind of new metal soundtrack over it that then transitions into slow-mo classical music. It's like a bad imitation of a bad imitation of a John Woo movie. It's like verging on parody to me. This isn't I, the worst it, fight to me, but it, I think it might be like the third worst <laughs> after the first one and then there's one later on that I want to highlight. But yeah, no, it's just it it just doesn't really hit for me at all. I disagree. I think it's cool. Mm. Also, all of the cops in this wear like these flat black motorcycle helmets. And at one point, I, I started keeping the uh, smashed visor count, uh, which ends at twenty six. If you're curious, um, of the number of times where they have stylishly like shattered the visor of one of these. Um, so he he beats up all the cops and kills them, uh, and then leaves, goes home. Uh, like, what's the visor he's... made of, man? When I had a motorcycle helmet, that shit was plastic. Like, why would it possibly yeah. shatter? <laughs> yeah, we made this point. out of non-safety glass as a joke. We made this um, out of unsafety glass. <laughs> <laughs> Dangerous glass. Danger um, glass. Yeah. He goes and he does uh, so, kendo. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and Tay Diggs shows up again and is like, "Hey, you're not feeling any emotions, are you?" It's like brackets violence. Nope. And then Tay Diggs is like, "Time for another raid." <laughs> There are five scenes and they just do them in order every time. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's, it's time for the fourth version of this scene. I'd hate to be like sort of cinema sins about it, right? But they do the raid scene a fourth time. They do. This they is my really favorite version do. of the, the raid scene, though, to be fair. They spend a lot of time, yeah. Their deal is they're going to kill the rebels on site now. And Christian Bale tries to save some of them. He's like, "Go on, get out of here," um, and they don't trust he him. He does do the Batman like, voice, which is quite fun. Um, and yep, they, they, yep. they, he says, "No," they're, they're like, "No, it's a trick. He'll shoot us in the back." And he goes, "If I was going to shoot you, I'd shoot you in the face." Run! It's good. It's good fun. Um, and then, like, he mm-hmm. helps them escape. He does like kung fu pistol whipping on some on some guys. It's this sick. is the worst fight I've. <laughs> 
Jeez. What are you talking about? It, it pops up the little trivia thing, which all right, okay. To be fair, right, this is a sick concept. He Ding. flips his fucking yeah. like guns around, holds the bass from like again, like Joshua Graham, uh, which I keep talking about, and like a lot of little fucking <laughs> yeah. spikes come out of the butt, and he he uses them to hit these guys in the head but they're all wearing helmets so it's not really doing a, a ton there's like a dozen visor smash ticks in this fucking scene alone um, <laughs> and like as and as i watch this um and it's cutting all the time and you can't really see what's ever happening at any point it's trying to sell you on fast motion but it's not doing metal. and it pops up a trivia yeah, it rules. the pistol whip fight between john press and the officers only took 30 minutes to film and i went yes that's it because shows. there was no fucking choreography <laughs> you, you two are absolutely I'm sorry. fucking. You two are totally problem worded. This rules. I, look, look, look. This is the inverse of Kung Fu Hustle. I'm afraid we're just going to have to do one movie where yeah. you think it's you, sick you, and we're like, this is kind of gay. You know, you know, the two of us love violence. Yeah, right? and you know that you know that neither you of us feel cops. like a movie has to be sm- <laughs> exactly, and yet. And yet, I don't, I don't care for the movie. Uh, so he, he, he kills a bunch more cops. He's killed like two dozen cops at this point. Rounds a corner, runs into Tay Diggs, who's like, "How's it going, big man? Killed any cops lately? I bet not. Uh, <laughs> feeling any emotions yet?" <laughs> and like the, the the rebels who he helped escape to like run right into Tay Diggs's trap, and they're about to be executed. And Tay Diggs is like, "Yo, do you want to execute these guys unless you're gay and experiencing emotions?" Like, and like gives, and he's like, "Hey, hey, use this gun." And Preston goes, "Oh no, no, I think you should have the honor of the executions." And like walks away, like clearly like experience some like, some emotions. And Tay Diggs is like watching him, like, "Hmm, interesting." <laughs> interesting. One of the guys that they've captured, he's gonna get like killed. Gives Christian Bale like a minuscule little nod near yeah, the end respect. that's like come on yeah so he goes he, he he goes to interrogate mary again they have i should say this is one of the other scenes that they do three times is they're in the interrogation room he's like oh it's good to not have emotions and she goes no it's good to have emotions and he goes hmm i will think about this very deep. <laughs> he also <laughs> he goes back. to he goes to look at sean bean's body which strangely does not have a bullet wound in his face but whatever um and he finds yeah. that he has an old photograph in his wallet cd case um, it's a cd case yeah it's fully a cd but he has yeah, a, a photograph aluminium there's a photograph of him and mary Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And he goes to see Mary and is like, "Yo, what did you know about Sean Bean?" And she's like, "He's a star of Goldeneye." Uh, <laughs> yeah, he did this. <laughs> the thing is, luck, James. And the other half. Rosemary Jump. Yeah, <laughs> it, was, uh, it was weird. She's like, he's from yeah. Sheffield. There's a Sheffield accent, and everything. Um, and then Trish and Bell's like, "No, like you Played guys, sharp at about twenty. You movies. guys were lovers." Um, and by the way, he's dead. I killed him, and she's really, really angry. Yeah. She tries to jump him and kill him with a pencil, and in the course of like uh, restraining her, he becomes uncontrollably horny for the first time yeah, since yeah, yeah. I guess ever. Yeah, since yeah. his and it's wife like, Holy kissed shit, him. This is what this is what like you know emotions are. He's like, "Why wow, your skin is, is so soft? I wish my skin was soft like that." Wait, what? This man is guilty of having relations with a female. <laughs> <laughs> um, so so he goes to Dupont and is just like, "Yo, I want to track down the resistance." Dupont's like, "Yeah, cool, sick." And then he instantly does. Curry boots. Yeah, he, yeah. he, he just like immediately. It's like, like, all right, where would the resistance be? And then just walks straight to the headquarters. He's like, he's like, he's like wait a minute, what's the most obvious place the resistance could be in this very obvious on the nose film? The library. I'll go there. Yeah, it's yeah. it's yeah. Reading is fundamental. Mm-hmm. He, he he like throws a guy through a wall. He finds William Fickner, the guy leader I love of the to resistance. See. Guy I love to see. 
great. The fucking bank robbery scene and the Dark Knight doesn't work without him. Um, and William Fickner is like, hey, get in this elevator with me. The, it, he like shows him a room with like people walking on the sidewalk on the ceiling through like glass bricks, and he goes, "Welcome to the underground," because this is a movie that is about as <sighs> subtle as getting hit with a hammer. My fucking FFS um, surgeon was less on the nose than this. Um, <laughs> so they also make him do a polygraph test to make sure that he is not that I had FFS less. Yeah, they make of him course, do a test. I, I didn't really. Um, my face just did this. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, mm-hmm. they make him take a polygraph test to make sure that he's feeling emotions. Um, <laughs> and also, we get this interesting little scene where does William Fickner imply that he's still taking prosium? Yes, he does. I don't think he does. I I I think I read this differently. The conversation he has is that like you and me, we do what's necessary. Uh, but and so we're gonna let. Mary get killed, right? We don't we don't care about that because oh, that's insurgents, the subject of the scene. Okay, like, yeah, it's because like being an insurgent like hardens your heart. It like forces you to become emotionless in a similar way. So really, you know, we're not so different they and us, except we're doing it for a greater cause. Yeah. Oh yeah, because um, Christian Bale wants to go and rescue Mary, and William yeah. Fitness like, don't try it. You'll just get yourself killed. Yeah, don't um, try it. Also, you'll make everything much harder if you go and see her again. Uh, I, I do want, I do want to bring something up because I've just remembered, and this is something that I'm very excited about. The the third or fourth time that they do the raid scene, uh, the scene kicks off with like a car driving through a massive wall of barrels. Um, yes, it does. It's fucking great. I wrote, it's like oh, an fuck my barrels. Fire truck. Yeah, it's, yeah, it is. They they're literally hanging out. They're literally hanging out in the red barrel. Yeah, talking about their past passwords. passwords. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then later so on, at this point, <laughs> later on, uh, he locks in a, a door that isn't closed, which I thought was very fun. When he like he's having yeah. a little chat with the librarian, he like turns the lock, and you just see it stick out. so he at this point dupont like summons him to his office to be like "Mm, you're a naughty little boy are you having emotions because i am (laughs) yeah he just yells throughout the entire scene (laughs) this guy you having emotions emotions. (laughs) hang on this fuck's got some emotions (laughs) and and sort of like sweating he's like no and and Dufault goes, ah, just what I wanted you to think. <laughs> yeah, I, I I absolutely believe you. This was a test. I'm very clever. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, he really he feels stupid. bad. He goes and he tries to save Mary from being executed because he feels bad. He's too late. Also, for some reason, they give her a sick red hood to be killed in. Yeah, this is your like execution robe. Yes, worth it for the drip. I remember this scene where, like, they they put her in a fucking incinerator and like the thing counts down. And she gets like incinerated. I remember this as being better and scarier. But now I think I must have been thinking of a better movie, and I can't think what it is now. But someone tell me there was a dystopian future movie where they like herd a bunch of people into the big incinerator at once. That's like v- cribbing the same that's the island. visual language. You're thinking of is you're it? thinking of the island, yeah? Oh, okay. Um, I yeah. I did well, find so, this scene quite um, effective because Preston fails to save her and then breaks down and cries in the street. And I remember this this wife. this film like really affecting me and like scaring me quite a lot when I when I was like an egg when I was in the closet because I was like this is all 
this is all I have to look forward to in the future is just being this kind of dead-eyed motherfucker, this like destroying other people, like hurting people around you, like being a weapon. I mean, maybe this is just me speaking to my experience of, of sick leather jacket. Yeah, I, I do. I do, in fact, still have my sick leather, like I'm not feeling any emotions jacket, which has my grenade pins on from when I was an army cadet. I've still got it. Um, but I was like, my own experience, my own experience of being in the closet was very much a kind of like men are the gender that is the weapon. Like we are the thing that has to kill. This like ties back to the army cadets thing. Like we are the thing that has to hurt other people. And that is the only thing that we can do. And like, I used to have, I have said- <laughs> The role of men is to close with and kill the enemy. Yes, exactly. And like, I, I've talked about this on the channel on Philosophy Chief before, but I, the, one of the things I used to like really fear was like turning around in a crowded space and like bumping someone and hurting them because I was just like, all I can do is hurt people. Um, and so the idea of like being nurturing or caring or comforting, which I agree are very like stereotypically female things, but is part something that is like an emotional space that is easier to access as a woman and also that people expect and view as legitimate more when you're a woman. Um, yeah, like this this film did scare me a lot as a kid because I was just like, well, this is all I have to look forward to is like repressing myself and like eventually hurting the people around me. So I did find this scene quite affecting, even if it's not as good as the island. Yeah, I, I, I didn't. I didn't mind this scene at all. I quite like this one. I'm, I'm really not sure if it is the island. I write in it, like every possible scene that's like a variation of this. Anyway, um, I, I have uh, written down so, for a society that's so against feeling. This man has been wandering around obviously emotional for several days. I guess so, yes, but you wouldn't want yeah, to be I, associated with someone, would you? In a totalitarian society, you wouldn't go up to him and be like, "You okay, bud?" Because then, like, you're fucked. So no, I didn't mean that. I mean, well, like, yeah, what he, about he, the kids with the cops? Would just be like, "That guy's clearly yeah, feeling something." Just yeah, yeah, true. Um, this is kind so of he, explained later, I guess. This yes, kid's in his feels, yeah, he, obviously. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, he gets outside and he breaks down with like emotion. Hey, Diggs like, walks up to him and is like, I am pretty sure. any emotion? You are experiencing hey, some emotions, my friend. Gotta be 70% honest. 70% certain here. <laughs> it has come to my attention. You're probably feeling something. He's like, yeah. <laughs> on like the stairs of the Bundestag, he's just like doubled over crying. And uh, Hey, Diggs is like, Hey, pal, <laughs> you're under arrest. <laughs> <laughs> I, I genuinely love his sort of like confessional tone of like I'm gonna keep it real with you chief you are under arrest <laughs> buddy you are feeling emotions <laughs> yeah uh, so so he drags him in front of DuPont and what we get well, is a sort of a love love drag him in front of DuPont right away he, he showboats mm. a little first he drags yeah, him he into the building him. And then, like, gathers all of the like normal That's guys true. around and goes, check this shit out. And then he go he goes sort of like yelling, "I don't have any emotions." <laughs> Unlike this guy, brackets emotionally, I'm not feeling emotional. However, <laughs> yeah, this guy is. <laughs> yeah, because it, it ties into the idea that like you are allowed to feel some emotions as long as it's like contempt for the enemies of the state, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess so. Um, but then, so yeah, ha having done so. <laughs> yeah, and that's where you get the, he's been getting she, her pussy, sir. This man is guilty of having relations with a female. Which is a weird <laughs> thing to introduce this late in the game, right? Because yeah, where'd that come from? he had a wife. Yeah, like, what? <laughs> like, he must have had some kind of relations. Come from, brother? What are you talking about? Like, if the you kids are just IVF, why does he have a wife? What, what, what is it the purpose All of him having a wife? All you had to do was, was drop in another word there, just like having like unauthorized relations with a female. Yeah. Yeah. This man is guilty uh, uh, so, of having relations with a female. 
I <laughs> <laughs> need to save that drop for future use, I think. Oh, I'm holding yeah, on to it. Yeah, that drop's going to outlive this movie in my memory. Uh, so, uh, Christian Bale, then he gets up and we get a sort of last second co- piece of courtroom drama. Yeah. Which I Sane really Hail Mary think. from Christian Bale. Who <laughs> just goes, actually, <laughs> this guy's emotional. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Christian Bale literally just goes, no, you. Gaslight, <laughs> gatekeep. Um, because uh, fucking because Christian Bale boss. Tay Diggs, uh, Tay Diggs says, "Oh, like check the trace on his gun. You'll find that he killed all those cops the other night." And then Dupont Why is didn't like, "Why did they do that already?" Yeah, you think you do that straight away. Um, and then Dupont is like, "But I have just, in fact, checked the trace, and it was your gun, Tay Diggs, that did it." And Tay Diggs <laughs> is like, "Oh, he must have swapped them. Like, look, I'm carrying his gun now. It has his name on it." And they're like, "Yeah, you suck. Take him away." No, they're just he, and Christian Bell is just like, yeah, of course you've got my gun. You disarmed me when you arrested me, mate. And it's like, and you and then you get um me when I'm having an argument online, which is where, when Tay Diggs is getting taken away. He goes, I'm sorry, I'm not feeling. He is the one who's feeling. I'm not seething. I'm not. I'm owned. not coping. This guy's owned. It's not me. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not owned. I'm not away. owned. I insist as I'm slowly dragged to an incinerator. <laughs> one, one, one detail that I like about this is right before he like fucks him over like this, Christian Bale winks at him so quickly you might miss it. Which I like. <laughs> yeah, because Diggs winked at him earlier. Yeah. Nice. So, so Dupont, the mo- the most seeing through Christian Bale motherfucker in this movie is like, oh well, of course we want to exonerate you. We should probably search your house, you know, behind your mirror, things of this nature, mm. just to make yeah. sure there's not the a bunch of those location back Anyone in this movie hides something? We're just gonna go straight for your mirrors, <laughs> mate. Yeah. I'm gonna be honest. Just, just, be- just to make sure you don't have anything to hide. Christian Bale here looking like the most has something to hide man. There's even a bit where he goes to his house and the cops are outside and they're like, sorry, sir, we're just searching your house. This is for Martin. He goes, excellent. I have nothing to hide. And then it literally <laughs> the next scene is him like legging it up the stairs like four at a time. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. And he gets outside the house like around the corner and it's just like, like does it like a deep breath. <laughs> <laughs> this is like what I mean when I say that this guy's carrying the entire fucking movie. <laughs> but then he like power walks into the house as they're searching it, goes straight to the bathroom. So so all the cops in there must have been like, damn, he must have really needed a shit. <laughs> <laughs> and he like pulls yeah. over the thing and like it's none of his his hidden drugs are there. Where could they be? And the door opens and closes behind him, but we don't see who it is because it's his Nazi son. And I wrote, Oh, my Nazi son. Who is not, after all, a Nazi son, but has been secretly off his meds along with his his daughter as well, um, and who have been like aiding and abetting him without him even noticing. Uh, which is yeah, my two fine. notes are: I hate my Nazi son, and then like seconds later, oh, never mind. Mm. Yeah, I love my non-Nazi love my Nazi son. Um, <laughs> yeah, love my Nazi son. son. So at this point, Christian Bale <laughs> says, "Yo, if I bring you the resistance, all of them, could I maybe like have an audience with father, and I'm allowed to bring a gun?" Um, and, and they <laughs> go, "Yeah, of course." Yeah. Um, so Christian, Christian Bale makes one phone call that immediately all the resistance are arrested. Um, kind of knowingly, William Fickner is like, "Yeah, cool, sick plan, bro." Um, as soon as you kill, mm. as soon as you kill father, like we'll strike. Um, so that happens yeah. like and literally in like ten seconds. <laughs> Cuts to him in the white digs, baby. He's <laughs> wearing like the exact same outfit, but it's all white. <laughs> yeah, the sort of like dress uniform, and yeah. he's got a katana as well. He does and have a katana. the guy, the guy, sort of like walks him up to the room and gives him the instructions for uh, 
uh, you know, interacting with us after a live show, do not address Father unless you're spoken to. If you breach his personal security, you'll be immediately put down by snipers. <laughs> yeah, if you yeah. sit next uh, to me on the train on the way home, you'll be <laughs> taken out by snipers. God, we should have some snipers. Um, we should get some snipers. So yeah. You like, guys oh, don't. And just, w- just one other thing. Uh, we're going to need you to take a polycule test. Um, Sorry, polygraph test. No, 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 I was right. Um, so, <laughs> If you fail the polycule <laughs> they, test, you are taken out by snipers. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's right. Uh, so they, they, they take his weapon off of him, uh, and they like ask him, you feeling any emotions right now, big man? He's feeling emotions. Yeah. And he goes, and he's very no. obviously <laughs> feeling emotions. Yeah, so the, the, it's quite cute, actually, because they hook him up to the polygraph test, and they go, question one, what's the best way to take a weapon away from a super cop cleric dude? And then, and then Tay Diggs appears behind him and is like, yeah, ask him for it. It's sick. This is cool. It's cool. Tay Diggs from the entire back half is, <laughs> is like absolutely feeling himself to such a degree. I really, really love seeing this guy. Yeah. Tay Diggs appears and is like, I'm feeling some emotions, big man. <laughs> goes, buddy, I'm rock hard right now. Yeah. The emotions yeah. I'm huh? feeling and- are that we tricked you and you're a dumbass. <laughs> yeah. And so Father explains to him, yeah, the reason why no one's called you on your extremely obvious lies is because we've been playing you from the start to deliver us the resistance. You were like an unwitting infiltrator. And, you know, I knew that from the first time I met you. Bro, you're like a triple agent, dickhead. <laughs> like, brackets, oh. dumbass, goes, I- I've never met you. To which Father goes, nah, it's a fucking Wizard of Oz situation, cunt. <laughs> I'm not Sean Pertwee. I'm the guy you've been talking to all along. I love that line. The real guy. I'm... <laughs> yeah, it's a Wizard of Oz situation. It was in. Um, it was in Wicked as well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, this, yeah. Dorothy being like, oh, it's like a Wizard of Oz situation. Yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> you cunt. Um, so yeah, it's uh, it's Dupont with the aid of like holo- holodeck shit. It's like, well, actually, I've been father the whole time. Father's been dead for years. I'm just uh, I'm just a hologram. It's not real. The machine that makes you look like Sean Pertwee. <laughs> Vital invention. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and, not sure. And then, not sure why you couldn't have just like a succession, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, um, and then he's like, "Ha ha, you dipshit! You came in like you totally, you totally just handed yourself over and you didn't do anything." And then Christian Bell's like, "Actually, I brought guns, and you should have used the metal detector." And then he's like, Whoop. "Oh, he he says he says a line. This is this is specifically I include the new metal here. I'm coming." <laughs> Stand accused of getting she, her, pussy, Christian Bale, how do you plead? I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm gonna come. This is sick. He goes he goes gun fu mode. He kills it's gay. Uh, he kills a bunch of people. Uh it's sick. He does like a I'm this sorry, is this, kinda this, sick. Yeah, this, this is actually good. Fucking no, this one fucks. This one fucks. In the corridor. Where he's like doing like chucking, he chucks the magazines out into the middle of the floor, goes out, does gun fu, like does a flip, then like crouches down, reloads, and then like kills all these fucking dudes. It's sick. He bursts into the room where where fucking Dupont and Brandt are waiting, and then there's like six dudes with samurai swords, and he kills them too. One of no 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 no. One of them stands in front of him and growls. Yeah, that's unusual. Yeah, interesting. Noise. Yes, it's slightly strange. Um. We'll need to very much boost that one. <laughs> I don't. I don't think we will. That's the level that it's at. It's normalized. He just very quietly just goes like, 
Yeah, These are like the elite guards, and then Christian Bale kills them with a samurai I'm sword. Cunt. And then it's it's um, mm. it's quite funny actually. At, at this point, like Tay Diggs and Dupont, I, are just I like, wanna talk- damn, this guy's sick as hell. <laughs> yeah, I was like yeah. rookie error actually, because like he gets surrounded by all these guys who have like the samurai swords around him, but they stand so close to him that he just like reaches out and takes the samurai sword out of the guy behind him. Solster. Yeah, they wouldn't have had room to draw those. forwards. <laughs> so he just goes, "Zoop!" Thanks very much. Kills them all very easily, and then we get what yeah. I think is the funniest thing I've ever seen in my fucking life. I love this bit so much because Tay Diggs, like Dupont goes, get him. And like Tay Diggs is like, all right, boys, it's time for the big man. Fine. All fucking, yeah, he, like, all movie. music plays. <laughs> You've been getting ready yeah. for the fucking big man to come in here. He takes one of his swords and he mm. delivers a sick, nasty line. He goes, mind the uniform, <laughs> mind the uniform cleric. I'm looking to be wearing it for many years. And then he gets fucking annihilated in like three seconds I feel sorry so for Tay Diggs actually though he didn't so get to funny. have a fight <laughs> he is killed instantly this is me as a video <laughs> game boss it's like I, you know, I, I have the entrance theme I have the music I have the long tracking shot you have of me one and I have hit point one- it's, it's the bit right at the start of um, Doom Eternal where they're introducing the enemies, but like the imp comes in and gets like a, an introductory cutscene and then he takes one bullet to kill. It's literally just that we're like, oh my god. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Dupont goes, yes. um, uh-oh. He cuts off his face. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, in in like a not very good bit of special effects, his face falls yeah, off. Yeah, let it um, go because it was and, sick. And whatever, I don't want to see that in a good special effect. <laughs> I don't want to see a you realistic guy's face getting You can get too much FFS. <laughs> you then, can get we, it. We cut yeah. back to we cut back to Dupont, who's just sitting at his desk, like ah, oh, sitting his head like, oh damn, she doesn't look good. Her head tactical. looks too small for her body. They took too much off the jaw. <laughs> just cuts his face. Bro looks like the fucking um. Guy in Attack on Titan who just like drags his face along the ground. Anyway, mm. Dupont's, sorry, I... Dupont's like, yeah, it looks good in selfies, but when you see her in person, it's just strange. <laughs> have we ever had any indication that Dupont knows how to fight? We have not. Have we ever seen him fight? We have not. Why would he we need up... to? Logically, he must, I'm afraid, because you've got the, the guy that it makes sense to have the final fight with gets dispatched easily. So obviously this guy mm. has to be able to do it. I've, I think it's a fun the result... subversion. Or... Not the result is what what I would describe as a sort of a gun slap fight <laughs> with a guy with my build, yeah, this... which is, if you're curious, not athletic. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so cool good. because it's so surprising that Dupont like gets up and starts whipping ass. Like he's like, having this rocks. like incredible gun fu fight with Christian Bale, and it's like, how the fuck has this guy got the moves? It's great. <laughs> no, it fucking goes, man. It's so good. <laughs> It's very, you know, remember that guy on YouTube, the like Detroit threat management or threat reduction center, the guy Mm -hmm. who like teaches you uh, if a guy has a gun pointed at your face, you just slap it away kind of thing. It's very much He's like He's got that. me. Or um, does he? You know, like, um, do they do it with, like, gun... No. It's so fucking sick. And then, anyway, Christian Bale wins and disarms him, and then Dupont's like, you can't kill me, I've got Fifi's. You can't kill me because... Society. There's a fucking painting behind him as well. It's it's the painting is Consequences of War by Peter Rubens. Again, again, it's this like, film, okay. This film is very on the It's fun. like it's good. It's it's like the bit in fucking um oh my god, which which Ryan was it? Shadow Recruit. 
where the dude's just got this massive Napoleon painting in his fucking room. It's like, oh, I'm yeah, a lot like yeah, Napoleon, yeah. if you think about it. <laughs> if you're going to be unsubtle, like a Russian Napoleon. if you're going to be unsubtle, you've got to be cool about it. 100%. At least. I, I really like the last like two scenes of this movie. I, I genuinely quite like them. But, but so Christian Bale is not buying it. He shoots him. Uh, no, he repeats the line that fucking Sean Bean said. Yeah, it was, I'll pay okay. it gladly, and then he gets shot. Like you have to at least give it its dues. You can't. I do. I do like Dupont's bit. death, where he like tries to keep standing up and is like really shocked, and then just like falls over dead. It's it's good dying acting. Oh yeah, if I'm ever asked to die, um, I, many times actually in my mentions, but like on screen, if I'm ever <laughs> directed to die, I'm gonna chew that scenery, baby. D- dying is difficult. Like it's a difficult. Like thing to have to. Yeah, act. I found I it very difficult when I tried the first. <laughs> I remember having to do it on <laughs> the prince. Still I remember we had to have. I remember, I remember on the prince, like um, that we I had like <laughs> our, our fight choreographer had to like teach us like, well, had to teach me in particular my character like how to how to die and like have it be emotional and like have it be affecting. Like it is, it is very difficult to do. Yeah. Oh God, no! Oh. I believe you because I've seen bad ones. Yeah. <laughs> so like I know. Oh my God, I know. Yeah, so he he kills Dupont. He goes out to the window, sees sees that the resistance is blowing up all of the uh, factories for all the testosterone the, factories. Yeah, the testosterone factories. I really like this shot in particular, just the one of like the city, um, because it's it's all like early CG or like matte painted, and it, it kind of looks like uh, Metropolis to me. I find it to be quite good. Yeah, I think this yeah, is the peak bit. of visual effects as far as I'm concerned. You shouldn't you shouldn't be doing anything with computers. <laughs> As far as I can <laughs> there's like one door opening that they do with a computer, and it looks pretty solid. Actually, I liked it. Yeah, yeah. And then we see that the kids are fine, the dogs fine, uh, the resistance show up and shoots a bunch of cops. Yeah. So finally, finally, you get your cops being killed. Yeah. And then we see Christian Bale smile out of the window, and that's the movie. That's Equilibrium. I remembered it more fondly the first time. And if it had just lived in my memory, I would have been quite positive about it. But I had to rewatch it for this, and I didn't care for it. I think you're wrong. I think it's sick. I think it unintentionally has some cool things to say about being transgender. Um, namely, that you should it, allow yourself it, to feel emotions. Because, like, or is that just such a basic piece of self-realization that anything you like coincide with it when you realize it for yourself feels profound? Yeah. Shut up! How about that? How about you fuck off? <laughs> yeah, I agree completely. Shut up! <laughs> I, I agree completely, but also I like it. Like, I, yeah, it's fine. I don't mean to be. It's a it's a criticism, right? That's like I don't begrudge I don't begrudge this being like blobo from your shows, right? I don't begrudge you having affection for this. I just think that the like one of the reasons why you do is because I can identify stuff that I've done this with. It's that like stuff that might be remedial even just on its own merits i associate it with me having those big realizations and you look at what it's actually saying in the absence of you know my personal realizations about myself and my ways of living shit like that and mm-hmm. it's just like mm-hmm. society that's true I, I i acknowledge that like objectively if i take my parisium then i will not feel as fondly about this film as i do uh, but since i have <laughs> stopped taking my parisium listeners i would say if you haven't seen equilibrium I would say it's, it's like pretty short. Like it's it's fun. It's got yeah, some it's cool like visuals, and it's like worth checking out. Like, look, I'll, mm. I'll, I'll hit the halfway point between the two of you uh, and be like, it was alright. I quite liked bits of it. <laughs> I thought bits of it were very stupid. Yeah, <laughs> it's very it's very very on the nose. But again, like, and I mean this sincerely, it's on the nose in the same way that a philosophy tube video is because 
it's pitched to people who like really? maybe haven't engaged with mm-hmm. the idea as much before and it's like you know you have it's like very arch like it's, it's just part of what out it is of, like, out of all of the movies that i've watched for this show this is one of them um and it's the most recent one i i would say i would say if you want to watch a movie about kung fu and guns and wearing a cool long leather coat and you know confronting someone who's dressed in the entire opposite uh, palette color palette from you while they explain how society works and it's also about being transgender watch the matrix they did that on purpose oh, yeah they yeah did that on purpose. it is it's not as good as the matrix but um it's not i mean what I is think it, i think it's worth checking out mm. yeah yeah no i think well, it's fine um we, at, some point we, do you reckon? at some point we should do an episode about uh about the matrix and just not mention trans stuff at all that would be quite funny. <laughs> the very cisgender film series, The Matrix, and 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 that's that's equilibrium. Mm. So you know, what did we learn from this? What does this say about masculinity? What does this say about society? I think about I think this says about masculinity that masculinity is an is an essentially deadening force, um, that it requires men to kill a part of themselves constantly and to ultimately hurt the people around you. That it's not good and you shouldn't do it. Yeah, no, you're right. And that is true. Um, I, I like how the, the kids are like just not taking it. <laughs> and it's like, that's just part yeah, of it. They're all on TikTok. They're all on damn TikTok. Like, Andrew Tate's like, hey, we don't take prosium <laughs> where I'm from. We just mm. drink sparkling water. You taking still <laughs> prosium like a water. peasant? Taking prosium with your dodgy mate. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, well... This is this is uh, this has oh, been another bonus episode. A little bit of housekeeping just before we, we end off. Um, the vault from the last uh, free episode Ooh, has been granted yes. a Kaufman, a Kaufman yeah. star for yeah. being. It, nothing has Kaufmaned us uh, harder uh, than uh, the uh, vault. non-human Doctor. recipient of an award, I think. And also, we didn't mention this, but the vault is like a freestanding shipping container. So if you're <laughs> imagining like a cool door in a wall, nah. no, it's nah. way naffer. Right. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so our next mainline Way Nafa is like a fucking Star Wars character. <laughs> Way Yo, Nafa is a Way Nafa? musician. Is that Way Nafa? He's a jazz well, musician. Way Nafa is like a Star Wars football player. Um, our next, Way our next mainline. <laughs> yeah, our next mainline Man from Uncle episode is one spy too many. Our next bonus episode. Whose turn is it? For Must that? be Devon's because I jumped mine and it's with Robocop this. too. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Brilliant. <laughs> it's Robocop. Continuing our future not, cop theme. We're not going to watch Robocop one. We're just going to Robocop, Robocop one is a good then, movie. Just watch it. And then <laughs> I'm going to totally derail that with my bonus choice after that. So uh, thank you for subscribing. If you do subscribe, if you don't, maybe you can. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not the boss of you. Uh, if you've got the dollars. You don't get anything for subscribing right now. We're putting them all out for free. But hey, if you've got some money burning a hole in your pocket. Ah. If, if you've enjoyed me not appreciating movies, then yeah, just do that. Meantime, we'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to yet another episode of Kill James Bond. Uh, next week on the free feed, which is the feed at present, um, it's one of the fucking it's one of the movies. I think it's One Spy Too Many, and you can leave in me not knowing. Um, but after that, it will be Robocop Two. I might ask around if anyone wants to guest on that one, but as present, uh, we don't have any plans for that. 
At present, you don't have to give us any money, but some people choose to do so, so it would be rude of me to not still read out their names. Our £15 and above patrons are Christine Fox, Amanda Comet, Hawks Winchester, Gustavo Lira, Jack Holmes, Paint McCalla, Thomas Oberhart, Nick Boris, Yarrick, Nato Mori, Harriet Decock, Corios, the Commissar formerly known as Jen, Library Hitman, Beef Crime, Benno Rice, Jonathan Gerdes, Callan Burney, Max Gamenhart, Jack Drummond, Kit Devine, Kentucky Fried Commie, Jay Martindale, Hell. Again, I need to actually check how to pronounce Lysamish, um, but I never will. Jonathan Siegel, Tarp O, Big Titty Goth Girl, Mothman, George Rohack, Trip, Harrison Fuller, Charlie Out of the Closet, Alex, a trans robot, Old <laughs> Plus Rajan Warm in Florida. Again, really don't understand that. Um, oh no, that's another name with. Uh, oh god. <laughs> I've psyched myself out about it. Ronan, why not? Violet Cybra. Zoe Shepard, Turf Seat Shit and Die Alone, Elizabeth Cox, Danny Potter, The Spy Who Got My Nose, Finn Ross, Quinn, <laughs> Quinn Valeri, Alfredo, Big Old Boy, Rail Leal, Wolfie, Al Owing, Lucy Keeley, Millie, Josh Simmons, Lauren Bastin, and Robert Greensmith. Thank you for helping me pay my bills. Um, Kill James Bond is, of course, Alice, Abigail, and Devon. Our producer is the wonderful Nate Bethay. Podcast art is by Matty Lipchansky, and our website. It's by Tom Allen. Yeah. <laughs>